fucking, this is a deadly tune. Like this. <laughs> all right welcome back to another episode of on the throne with dick and uh, you know shout out to Sension and boychuk for that amazing intro outro music you know uh i don't know if i can still say he's newly married but i mean what is it within the first year or so you could be classified as newly married so fuck it newlywed Sension boychuk and on today's episode, we have the bastard himself, Burton Bastard. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing today? Oh, fuck. Living the dream, man. We, we've, uh, been work, we've been working on getting this one going for a while. And, you know, <laughs> here we are. We're doing it. We're, we're getting our hands dirty. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. It's, it's uh, coming up, I think, it's the night before Canadian Thanksgiving and all through the oh. house, you know? Hell yeah. What's a what's like a national or a, like a, a, a standard uh, meal that you guys have over there? Oh, you know all the fixings, Buzz. There's there's room for all of God's creatures right next to the mashed potatoes. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! No, you know ham, turkey. Uh, I don't know corn cornbread. I don't know. My wife makes cornbread. Um, Whatever she makes, I eat it. Yeah, dude. Exactly. I don't even ask what it is half the time. I just shove it in the in the hole. Hell yeah, that's what she Hell said. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. shit, man. No, that's, that's dirty. Um, love it. Fucking, so, man, let's get this part out of the way. I found you through a previous guest on here, uh, Johnny yeah. Tsunami, Josh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good buddy of mine. Oh, not just that. You, you cracked the whip on that boy. I need to crack it harder. <laughs> he crack, he crack, he crack. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he, you crack it, he cracks back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pure entertainment on the job site. He's pretty good at what he does now, too. Yeah, and I got him in his brand new. That's good, man. That's good. Well, no, you know, in, uh, what, a, what a unique individual he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, uh, you know what? He's a freaking goober. He's, you know, he's a good buddy of mine. Um, I've known him for quite some time. And then uh, I think we, we were talking about this the other night in the live a little bit. Um, you know, he, he stayed consistent about wanting to get on the pipeline with me. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty big on not hiring friends just because yeah. I, I don't want the friendship to ever go south. You know, if, if the job, did, at the end of the day, um, I, it, my job is a job. It's my career, you know, so it's a uh, work's going to come first before the friendship in that aspect. And I, I never want to ruin a friendship over work. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shot, and, uh, you know, I hired him on and, uh, <laughs> I got some videos of him when he was brand new first couple of days, but, uh, you know, man, he's doing good now. He's doing actually really good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, cause he, he was telling me, yeah, he was telling me, like, you know, about the same thing, right? You know, he, he worked hard to get on, and he kept bugging you and bugging you and bugging you. And, you know what, um, I actually made a video the other day about this, about uh, not hiring. This is why I don't hire friends, or not hire, I don't do hire, but why I don't refer friends, mm -hmm. right? And it's like uh, when my boss calls me and tells me that the buddy I referred couldn't pass his piss test. 
right? And it's like, he's a good man, Savannah. He's a good man, right? And and it's like, wow, you know what? Like, I've I tried to help a few. Yeah, man, it, it dude, it 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 makes it doesn't really make me look bad. Like, I'm not the one that can't pass it, but it definitely, you know, my boss is like, man, why? How many how many times am I gonna? Me? Like, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. And and. I and I don't want to get anyone on that is going to make my job even harder than it already has oh, to be. Like, you know, exactly. so yeah, whatever. Hundred exactly. yeah. percent. <laughs> yeah, man. So what's what's new with you, buddy? What's what's uh, what's dude. new in 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 the Burton bastards world? <laughs> Fuck, man. Everything, you know. Um, no, we just. I mean, we've been still excelling at work you know just uh that keeps me that's my full-time career so that keeps me uh busy um so the position that i have i i oversee all of southern california from bakersfield down to the arizona border all the way uh i normally only go up to a town called temecula which is right before san diego but now i'm actually i just within the last month uh branched out into san diego now uh san diego is another division of ours and um uh, there's another two superintendents that normally cover that area. Uh, but recently I've been picking up a lot of work in that area for Kinder Morgan. Um, oh, yeah. Kind of jumping that way now. So uh, that keeps me pretty busy. And then obviously, you know, everything that we're still trying to grow and move forward on the, the mental health aspect, uh, you know, for the social media, for all the content that we create. And then uh, this year we, uh, you know, we've, we've had a dream kind of for the last I want to say about the last five years uh we wanted to start a clothing company and i just it was it was a pipe dream dude it was something that we just had sitting on the back burner the wife and i had talked about it it was something i wanted to do but it wasn't a a priority or the first thing on my list of things to do you know uh and, and then uh after kind of doing this social media things for about i want to say almost three years now um we started i think back in 2020 um yep same yeah so it uh so finally you know what i had so many people hitting me up like dude are you gonna start a clothing brand or, or uh are you gonna drop any merch you know i'm mad fuck but i don't got enough things to do already let's pull the trigger on this let's do it so we uh we started a clothing company this year so uh that's been going pretty good for about two and a half almost three months now uh, it's doing pretty good. It's called Bastard Clothing Company. <laughs> Bastard Clothing Company. I've uh, seen yeah, it. Dude. I've come into your lives. I've seen it. Uh, I, yeah. I've heard you talking about it. I, I still have yet to get me anything. Like I will. It's it's it, it'll happen. Uh, hey, you know, just, time, man. just been busy doing my own thing. You know, something similar. Oh, yeah. You know, been at this for three years. You know, got the got the whole clothing thing going on too just he's not as big as yours or anything like that but like you know i do it for fun right i'm not trying to make any i'm not trying to yeah i'm not trying to make any money off it man i sell a t-shirt for 20 bucks right we make it all we make it all in-house you know i bought my wife all the i bought my wife all the gear and stuff like that the press the sublimation printer and she had the cricket at first but we're we're getting out of vinyl we don't want nothing to do with that (laughs) she doesn't want nothing to do with that makes it a little easier huh yeah, yeah. So we're we're sort of doing all that shit too. So yeah, you know, I, I just we're just having fun with it though. And I I don't know if I can talk about it yet, but fuck it. I recently just became a uh, troll clothing ambassador. So really, yeah. Over the oh, last yeah, few dude, days, congrats. Here. Hell yeah, That's man! Awesome. I've been wondering how to go about that for like a couple of years now. I'm just like, man, 
how many videos do I got to put out there before these guys reach out to me? Right. Yeah. And, and turns out that's, that, that, that is not an answer. That is, there's, there's no amount of videos. You can put them out forever. I had yeah. to go and put that work in myself, you know, reach outside out of the videos. And yeah. yeah, I actually had one of them, uh, uh, one of their ambassadors reach out to me and then, you know, uh, about the podcast, actually, I had no idea he was an ambassador. He's going to be on the podcast. You know, I had no idea okay. he was an ambassador. Found out that he was. Started asking him how he gets into it. And then he told me. So then I'm like, all right. Then the wheels were in motion, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, maybe two days later, I got given the uh, got given the green light and the, and the forms to fill out. And we don't have a we don't have a code yet, but the code is on the way. We're we're, we're just working that shit out, right? That, hey, you got to start somewhere, man. Uh, closed mouth don't get fed. That's the best way to do it. Amen to that. You know the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and exactly. what other euphemisms can we use? Uh, shit, <laughs> the answer is always no if you don't ask, right? There you go. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> how did so so? How did you get started on? TikTok and all that then like what what made you be like you know what man like i'm tired of the just being a dirty old pipeliner you yeah. know let's let's add in content to the mix you know what um to be 100 percent honest about it dude i uh i didn't start this with any intent of it being what it is now um i've always made stupid videos or something like just goofing around and whatnot and then uh like i said back in 2020 um my wife and my kids and all kinds of friends and everybody were always sending me videos and and i had like in, the typicals the instagram facebook and that was about it right and it was just you know it was private it was just family and friends and um well they were always everybody was always sending me you know videos and stuff and my kids were talking to me about it and they're like yeah people make money doing this and all this stuff and i'm like what did they make money for that like Freaking that shit goes through my head on a daily. I got this stuff all day long, just <laughs> stupid crap to throw out there, you know. Um, so uh, I said, screw it. I created an account and I started, you know, uh, just simple things, man, at work. Uh, most of my content uh, originally started with a lot of uh, blue collar stuff because that was the field that I'm in. And, uh, you know, and, and that's what kind of, I guess, got me started was the, uh, the blue collar content, a lot of the pipeliner content. And then um, sorry, I started, I continued doing that. And then I want to say about the last year and a half, um, I I was, you know, I just kind of stepped more into a lot of the uh, the mental health side of it. Just trying to get working on my own mental health issues that I have and, and dealing with my own personal stuff. Um, and then to my surprise, over 1.1 million people started reaching out and saying how much I've helped and, and things like that. And I get them through their day-to-day -day life. And, and it turned into like, holy shit, like now we're, we do a lot of mental health uh, content now. And nice. It's pretty nice. cool, man. Well, that's what it started for me, you know, like the blue collar stuff. And, and you know, um, I made one video when I learned how to use CapCut at the beginning. I could, I used, <laughs> I used CapCut. And I found out how to like kind of put myself behind myself. Yeah. You know, I made another video and I was sitting down on a chair and then I had myself come in like a ghost and like oh, okay. kind of stand above me. And it's like, you know what, man, like I'm, I'm watching myself struggle, you know, and and yeah. it, it was meant to be. I can't remember what song it was, but it, 
it was it was a kid rock song. Okay. And yeah, I can't remember what it was. I gotta find it. But it was meant to be it the idea when it first came to be was meant to be like something funny, right? I was yeah. gonna do something funny and have myself come in. And then as I went along with it, it transformed within the matter of minutes. And it became a mental health video. There you go. And oh, yeah. uh, it did fairly well, you know, like not as good as my other stuff, but it did fairly well. And, you know, and, and I kind of kind of didn't realize or or was just starting to figure out that, you know, I was starting, I was kind of going through my own shit. <laughs> right? And yeah. And then, and then, you know, it really it was coming out, coming out and, you know, that's when it really kind of took off for me a little bit, right? Where it was like, I'm going to be funny and I'm going to do my content, but I'm also going to do like mental health stuff. And, yeah. you know, because we're all going through it. Everyone, yep. everyone is, but like blue collar guys, you know, we hold that shit in and oh yeah, we, we like to yell at each other and take it out on another. Take it all out on the job site. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I completely understand that, dude. That's a, uh... That's kind of where, you know, when I, when I started with a lot of the mental health stuff, it was kind of, hey, that, that's, I talked a lot about like, Hey man, you know, we're all a bunch of roughnecks, toughnecks, blue collar boys, like fucking just dirty pipeliners, you know, whether, no matter what blue collar field you were in, I said, well, fuck man, like I'd be a hundred percent honest. Like I'd rather be home with my family at the end of the day, you know, I'm out of town for six to eight months at a time sometimes. And it just like to do my kids, you know, they're growing up with not even knowing who the fuck I am. Like, and that that hits hard, you know, because there's a lot of young men and women out there that are like that. They, I'm doing this because I want to make sure that my family's taken care of better than I ever was growing up. I want them to have everything that I never had. But so many people want to do it. They're like, oh, I, I want to get on the construction side. I want to get, you know, I want to be a blue collar boy. I want to get on the pipeline. It's like, okay, cool. But do you understand the sacrifices that come with that? Like, yep. it's not just uh, you don't just. Everybody wants the big paychecks, you know, but there, there's a lot that comes with that, man. Um, you know, just a quick little story. Uh, recently, I had someone come in. He wanted the same thing, man. He, young young gentleman, a good heart, good kid. He wanted it. He said, I want to get out there. I want to make that big money. He's like, give him a shot. He's like, All right, cool. Come in. So I got him on. Uh, he lasted about like five, six weeks and called me up on a Sunday. He's like, hey, man, I... I can't do this. He's like, I, I'm never home. Like, I didn't realize it was this hard. And I was like, he's, he was a laborer. He came in as a laborer. Yeah. He's like, I didn't realize. He was kind of a heavy set gentleman. He's like, I didn't realize like how physically strenuous this was going to be. Um, like, there, there was a lot more to this than just the big paychecks. He saw all them zeros on his paychecks and thought he had it until he got out there and started doing the work. And, uh, you know, it, it took a toll on him. He ended up getting uh pretty close to heat stress and heat exhaustion and, and all within like a couple weeks he's like i i can't do this shit it yeah. ain't it ain't it's not for everybody man you know yep we we talk about it all the time on here man you know like the the mental health aspect of you know what we do and you know I, i've said it before a lot and it's like you know the some days it's it's physically tough and some days it's mentally tough there it right? is but there are days where it's both, both at the same time, right? Where you're just like grinding it out, like your body's taking a beating and then your mind starts taking the beating at the oh, same yeah. time. And that's the, that's the shit, man. Some can, most can't. Right. And it's exactly, 
Yeah, it's 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 not fun, man. When when it's you know, I think this shit's easy for the most part. You know, like yeah, eventually you fall in love with it, and it you know it it, it does become easier with due time. You learn to work smarter, not harder. You know. Yeah. Um, but there's some days, like you said, man, that just that kick your ass every way it can. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> all within like a couple of hours. Yeah. You know, like, minute, ten minutes <laughs> into the day, I'm like, fuck this shit. I want to go home. I'm over it. Yep. The yep. stupid. And then yeah. every payday, you're like, all right, I can do this again for another week. <laughs> oh, I made that video plenty of times, man. I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there the the one day I'm sitting in the in the in the uh in the loader and I'm like, you know, when I'm thinking about quitting, but then yep. you know, that direct deposit hits. Never mind, oh never mind, never mind, never mind. I got I got one more week I can do that. Right, maybe yeah, I'll... one more week, man. One more yep. week, you know, next week I'll quit. Next yeah. week comes around. Yeah, maybe not, you know. Every, every Thursday I'm ready to quit and by Friday I'm like, I can do this again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, you know. <laughs> and it hurts, man. It hurts that you it, you know, when I see them taxes though, it's like damn, you know. Like Uncle maybe maybe Yeah, yeah. That's for damn sure. Uncle Sam loves me like no other, no lube. Yeah, yeah. Well hey, <laughs> In in California, I think you guys have some of the highest state tax in in the U.S., don't you? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I forget exactly what it's at right now, but sixty-two yeah. percent under uh, under Daddy Biden. Don't tell me. <laughs> I think it's sixty-two percent under Daddy Biden. He oh, got yeah. you but a balls, boy. Oh shit, no, Lou. He got me bent over the counter right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best part for him is, right? He's reaching around and pretending like it went all the way through. He don't know. He don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh man, as a Canadian man, you know, I we we're we're taxed out the ass right now, especially you? you know, there's a carbon tax on top of a carbon tax on top of a carbon tax. Don't forget about the carbon tax though. Oh shit. And yeah. oh yeah, man, after that, don't forget about the carbon tax. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's yeah, so man. Bad. Man, they they just they coming for it all, you know. They, yeah. you know, I think Tom McDonald said the said it best. You know, when did the government where's when did the government we need become the people we're fearing? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. It's fucked well, up. Day, sadly. Yeah, and and you being in California, Josh said it the best. You know, like in in a democratic state, you guys stick out like sore thumbs. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We get a shitload of hate over it too. I love it. Like, like uh, you just look at it, right? You got the beard, the tatties. You know your your blue collar. Everyone knows. Everyone knows, <laughs> man. Everyone knows. Oh yeah, it's like very that, well. Do you, do uh, mommy, mommy, I want to be like that guy when I grow up. No, dear, he's yeah. a Trump supporter. <laughs> I had a big old sticker on my truck. Uh, on my back two uh, windows on my truck, and so when I and I because of how negative this state is about Trump, I uh I had it you know like the little visors, the rain visors. So like when you when I rolled my window up, you couldn't see it. When the windows are cracked, you see it, it was a big old freaking sticker across both windows that says "Fuck Joe Biden." <laughs> so I'd be driving around, crack the windows down. Everybody saw it was a video I made a while back, and it went viral. Freaking big old "Fuck Joe Biden" sticker on my truck. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, so with the mental health thing, right? That's, you know, you 
you were out of shape there for a while, right? Yeah. And and that played a big part of it. And it, then, it, you know, it, now you you go to the gym, like, fucking, then, and that's to help, you know, not make only make yourself look good, feel good, but, it, you know, it goes, yeah, up here, man. You know, like, it's like when you're pumping that iron, right? Your, your brain's pumping the iron, right? It's, it's getting it, uh, that slow. Yeah. So, you know, it, it um, man, I, I had a, a lot of stuff going on and I was, I ended up developing, uh, I got up to 330 pounds. I got, I was a pretty big boy. You know, I'm only six foot. So carrying around 330 pounds, it was, it was big. And, uh, you know, drinking every day, I was getting down to about a fifth a night of whiskey. And, uh, yeah, I was getting pretty bad. And, um, I went to the doctors, got checked. Like there was all kinds of stuff that was wrong with me. So, um, I gotta fucking do something. This ain't right. Like, this ain't gonna work for me. I gotta be around for my kids. Like, you know. And then, and then moving up in positions that I'm in at work now, I don't, I don't do as much of the physical labor anymore like I used to. So, you know, I, I, be 100% honest. I get a lot of windshield time driving from job to job, and some of my jobs are four or five hours apart, and I'll hit them both on the same day. So it's, I get a lot of windshield time, and uh, so I wasn't as physically active as I used to be either. And then. Not as physically active, but now I was drinking more. So I just, I wasn't watching what I was eating. And yeah, I ended up, like I said, I got up to 330 pounds and decided it was time to change, man. So along with the mental health aspect, I uh, I got into the bodybuilding scene and started working on myself. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good, dude. And that's, I see that a lot about your, in your videos now, right? You're just like, you, you know, you, you flex a lot. Like, you're not flexing to be like, hey, look at this body. You're like, you know, you're flexing. And, and, and at the same time, you've even done it. You've like, you point to your brain. I think I've seen you point to your brain yeah. a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. like. Well, it's, it's like, that's the biggest, you know, one of the biggest things about it, man. It's like, it's like, I, I talk about it is for two hours a day, everything is quiet. It's, I put my headphones in. Uh, whatever music I'm listening to, whether it's heavy metal, rap, country, fucking opera music, I listen to it all. It's, it's me, my headphones, and a cold piece of steel for the next two hours, and that's the only thing that matters. I, I get into some deep thoughts. You know, I, I most of the time I work out by myself. Uh, sometimes I'll go with buddies or whatnot, but uh, for the mo- most part, I'm by myself, and I just I get into a, a very deep mental state, and it's just it's me versus me, you know. So it's uh definitely a, a good mental exercise to be able to to go in there and do that what is what does your wife think about the transformation you know she 330 oh, she pounds and you were 330 pounds and you had a dick do you know your belly hung out further than your dick do. I, was down, I was down to about the last inch man that was all i could see so it was time to do something <laughs> you're just a little nub you you could have ended up but you could have found yourself on nub talk you know like you ever you've been you ever been over on that side of tiktok no not yet he, he, People with fucking like missing fingers and arms and shit, just having a good old time with their deformities. It's fucking wild. I've been there yet, but now I'm gonna go type it in after this and check it out. When you go down Nub Talk, that is that is a uh, that that is a dark tunnel. Not even a dark tunnel. That is just a fucking scary. You go down place. the rabbit hole, man. I don't like it here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, man. And there's been a couple of videos where I've saved to like to stitch or duet and um i've had to rethink about it because i'm like they can make fun of it why can't i and then yeah. they're like no 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 
no, 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 no. They can make fun of it. I cannot, right? Yeah. And, I and, quite a bit. I got to catch myself. I'm like, oh, I want to say something right now. Oh, yeah, but, man. There's lots of videos I put in my drafts that I later look back on, like a couple days later, and be like, no, no, no. I can't do that. No. Like, should I? Maybe I could. I, I go to hit post. I'm like, nah. Nah, I can't do that. Yeah. I do that quite a bit, man. I, I go to want to post something. I'm like, yeah, maybe not this one. Maybe For me, it's hilarious. One. I know, I, you know, I got a select few that I know find this fucking hilarious, but yeah, people, the masses won't, and I'll get so much hate on. So I just, I avoid most of the drama now. I yeah, try oh, fuck. I, I, I try to avoid that shit. I don't want none of that coming my way. I just, I'm just here for a good time, not a long time, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, man. <laughs> So, so you go from like a little nub to like, you know, you're losing this weight, you know, and what is it for every pound of weight you lose, you gain an inch or something? Something like that. Three, they call me the three centimeter defeater. Oh <laughs> shit. They call me the tuna can, but all right. <laughs> no, no, man. You know, so I, I started doing it. I, I, uh, I went from three thirty. I got down to about 240 pounds. I That's felt you. good. I, my, you know, my physical health was coming back. I, my sleep apnea was getting better. Um, and then back, <clears throat> my pop ended up, uh, he had cancer. And um, so he ended up passing away in May. But I want to say from about March to uh, March to July, I stopped again. I just, I went straight from work to his house and uh, changing diapers and, you know, it was a rough time, so I was back to no longer caring what I was eating. Wasn't at the gym anymore. Uh, I think I went like in that whole time period. I think I went maybe like once or twice, and just um, and then I started feeling my my mental's part of it kind of like getting back into a dark place again. And and uh, so we're back now, though. <laughs> we're back at it. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your dad, man. That's tough. Uh, thank you. Yeah, man. My the world, honestly, like on my side of things, the world would be better off without my daddy in it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when the dude, when that, the day that dude, the day that dude dies, like I'm, t- I'm, I'm writing a really mean obituary in the paper. You know? like, <laughs> so, so just to 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 make a long story short, um, I don't know who my my sperm donor, if you want to call him that. Oh, I don't shit. know who that is. Um, uh, well, I mean, let me rephrase that. I found out later when I was in my 20s. I found out who it was. Uh, but I I had a stepdad growing up, super abusive, mentally, physically, emotionally, just put me through the ringer on that one. And then, uh, what is it? And then, I so my pops, when I say pops, it was my grandfather. Uh, but he was like my dad. Um, you know, he got me into the pipeline. Uh, he spent 52 years on the pipeline. Um and then back when he, right, right before he retired, he, I was fresh out of prison. I was still doing drugs, just in a bad mental state completely, you know. Um, he's like, you ready to pull your head out of your ass and get to fucking work? Yeah, Grandpa, I think I am. I got to do something because this ain't working anymore. Like, I was slanging drugs. Like, I was doing a lot of stupid shit, and this just wasn't it. I don't want to be looking over my shoulders for the rest of my life. And um, so he gave me a chance. He got me into the union. Uh, got me into the labor's union. I started out as a flagger, flagging traffic as a labor, and then uh, worked my way up. And after he got me in, he got me on my first job. Says, I got you a job. It's your job to keep it. 
he goes, because I'm retiring, I'm done. So he got me in, and I want to say about eight to ten months later, he retired. Damn. I never worked with him on a job, never nothing. He just he got me in and said, you're on your own, kid. Like, it's up to you. So uh, he retired, and I took on. So I'm, I'm the fourth generation of Pipeliner in my family to, to step on the pipeline now. Good for you, man. That's huge. Thank you. So I'm uh I'm first generation oil and gas in my family. There you go. And and you know, maybe I, I don't know if I'm blazing any trails or any shit like that, but you know, fuck I, maybe I am. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> hey, you're fucking doing it, man. That's all that matters. I'm out here, man. I'm doing my thing, you know, and, and I learned pretty quickly, you know, how hard I got to work and what I got to, what I got to do in order to keep my job, you know, and at the beginning it was never say no, be a yes man, you know, do the shittiest work they want you to do. Take it. Um, (laughs) Never turn down an hour. An hour means more food on your table, no matter what push ended up later on down the line when you learned about taxes and ended up becoming a fucking lie. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, and then after a little while, you, you being a yes man, you start to become a doormat. So, you know, it's, it's you know, I've had to learn that perfect balance between go fuck yourself and, yeah, hey, I got you. Yeah. yeah it's a hard one to learn, too, because you always want to say yes to make sure, like, hey, man, he knows I'm, when overtime does come up, they're going to call me first, you know. Yeah. But uh, at the same time. And then, 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 so, you can ask Josh about this, man. I was like, that was my motto for the longest time up until I want to say the last couple of years. And now it's funny because all my guys clown on me about it. I got almost 50 people that work under me right now for me. Um, my motto used to be work first family later. They'll be there when you get home. And, mm. uh, and I carried that for a long time, man. It was, they'll be there when I get back. Like I need to go make this money. I need to put food on the table. That was my mentality. Like I had to go to work work needed me before anything else and then uh it finally took me a long time to understand like man i'm just a number like at the end of the day it doesn't matter what position i'm in like by all means i still you know i give my all when i go to work and i take pride in what i do but it took a long time to finally understand like i'm just a fucking number to them at the end of the day like they'll replace yep. me like that so Thank it doesn't matter what sorry. what doesn't matter what company sticker i have on my hard hat they no company it's they're going to replace me if something happens yep. uh my family can't so <clears throat> up in the up in the last few years i started changing that around you know and then uh now my guys will you know i'll be like you know last little bit of the day i'm like all right you guys are cleaning up you don't need me here no more like i'm not going to babysit you while you're sweeping up the road fucking i'm out of here i'm going home they're like yep. we'll work first family later it's like hey, hey, hey do as i say not as i do <laughs> you got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, you guys, your family's gonna be there for you yeah. Right yeah. later. Yeah. You, you'll you'll be there. Not as they do, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. They'll be there waiting for you, bro. But yeah. my day, you know, like, no, bro, I got to go. <laughs> like I, I've never taken a vacation or nothing up until uh, not last year, but the year. So the year before last, uh, we went to Idaho to go see my. Uh, I got some family out there. I took two weeks off of work. And man, when I tell you my anxiety was through the fucking roof, I brought my work phone, my laptop, my iPads, all the stuff for work. I had a little, we, we did like an Airbnb. So I set up one of the rooms as like an office, like for me to work still while I was on vacation. Cause that's how nervous I was. Like I'd never tell everybody was like, go dude, we got you covered. I got a couple guys <clears throat> that work for me 
that, you know, eventually when I when I move up into another position, I'll have them take my spot. So they're, you know, I'm training them and getting them to my where they need to be to cover my position. Um so but like both of them were like, dude, go. Like we got you covered, man. Like there ain't nothing to fucking worry about. Go. But my my I could not handle that. Like I was calling every fucking out. Hey, okay, what's going on? Like everything okay? It's like, dude, we'll call you if we need you. Like, chill the fuck out. Go be with your family, bro. We're good. Are you sure? Like, I, I mean I can come. If you need me to come home, I will. Like so, um, but yeah, I finally took my first vacation. It was it was cool. I bet your wife appreciates that. She didn't appreciate me bringing all my stuff, but no, no, fuck yeah. no. I bet she appreciates you finally going and taking yeah. her away, right? Yeah. How long you guys cool. been together? Uh, we got together in 2014. Oh shit! Ten yeah. years, just about. Yeah. Man. Just nice, about, man. How old Coming are up. you? Uh, I'm 32. Oh, I'm older than you. What? Yes, I look old as shit, man. Let's see, I, I I've been on the pipeline for twenty years, but or, uh, yeah, twenty years, but I'm only thirty two years old. Yeah, <laughs> from overtime. Overtime, bitch. That's right. No, <laughs> no yeah. So yeah, I'm thirty two. I'll be thirty three in March. Wow, man, I'm gonna be fuck. I'm gonna be thirty five in February, man. When's your birthday? March thirtieth. March thirtieth. Nice. February nice, what? February fourth. Okay, my son is the seventh. Nice. My my daughter is March 9th. My mom is March 30th. My wife's February 28th. There you go. Yeah. My, she's your mom's awesome. She's got the same birthday as me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, she's a little older, but you know, my mom could be your mom. We could be brothers. <laughs> I feel old up here, man. Oh, dude, I feel old in the knees. I'm, a, I'm an old soul. Yes, yes, same, same, man. It's all that overtime, right? There it is. <laughs> Oh, dude. No, dude, that's fucking, that's crazy. Yeah, you, you, same thing Josh said, you know, you, you play a little game on site, you know, how old am I, right? And, you know, that dude looks age. old. That dude looks fucking old. You know? <laughs> he didn't look that way until he got with me. No, yeah. um, you know, what's funny is, is uh, and and most of the people that know me, like Josh, from like, how you know, or they've been with me long enough, they know how old I am. But I get a lot of guys that are you know, in their fifties and like, you know, I got a lot of guys that are older than me and then being in the position that I'm in, you know, uh, being so young is uh, a lot of people, they don't want to listen. So now if someone will be like, how old are you? Fuck 42. And they'll be like, really? Where are you born? 81. And so I just, I got it like <laughs> dialed in and it sucks. Cause I'm not trying to lie to people at the same time. I'm like, I'm fucking in my forties, man. Don't fucking worry about me. Get to work. And so I'll tell people I'm fucking way older than I actually am because the minute they hear, like, oh, shit, okay, he's old enough to be my boss. Like, if I tell them I'm in my 30s, they're like, oh, well, I'm 20 years older than you. Don't matter. I write your paychecks at the end of the day. Yeah, I listen <laughs> to anyone that, you know, yeah. obviously anyone that looks, sounds, and acts like they've been there and they deserve it, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how old they are. Fuck, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just a swamper on a back truck, right? And uh, some, sometimes the guys that are driving are like 20 years old. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, how does it feel to be a swamper for a 20-year-old? Well, fuck, he, he's a good driver. I don't want to drive. What the fuck? As long you know, as that like, paycheck hits at the end of the week, I don't give a shit. The paycheck hits the same way, man. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> See you right there. Uh, hey, I, hey, so... Um, speaking of which, 
uh, we were talking about, uh, I should have brought this up a little earlier, but, you know, where can people find you on the socials? You know, you got one, 1.2 million on TikTok. Uh, so on TikTok, we are at uh, almost 1.2. We're at 1.1 right now. And then um, on Instagram, we're at like 32 or 33,000. And then. At least I'm beating you somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but then like we started YouTube. I do it all, man. YouTube, TikTok. Twitch, fucking Instagram, Facebook, and it's all the same handle, uh, Burton Bastard. Uh, it's the same thing for everything that you type in. And then if you ever go to my my page, the link's right there in my bio. It takes you everywhere, man. Hell yeah. What do you got on YouTube? Uh, so we do, well, YouTube is mainly, I just do some of the shorts. So like a lot of the stuff that you'll see from like TikTok, but like, or, or a lot of stuff that's all like from Instagram too, because Instagram will get things that TikTok doesn't get because TikTok's super sensitive. Yeah. So, and then uh, YouTube is more like the, uh, I do vlogs on there for like, I'll record like going to the gym. Like I'll talk about what I'm doing, my workout sessions. My wife will go with me. She's my videographer. So she'll go in and do like a whole video shoot of me working out. And then I come home and I edit it. So YouTube, you actually get like the full, like 20 minute videos. Uh, nice. Me going in there talking. And like I said, I go through, I got the whole mic set up and all that shit now. So. I do I do more of that on YouTube, uh, the bodybuilding stuff, and then the shorts. You know, they just same thing that pretty much everything else gets. Yeah. <clears throat> how many How many followers you got on YouTube? Not much. I'm horrible. I'll post the video on TikTok and I'll forget to post it anywhere else. So I think I got like 300 followers on YouTube. Like not much. Uh, YouTube is yeah. hard enough to crack, man. <clears throat> I got I'm I'm about I'm about to hit 800 here. Hell yeah, eight hundred thousand or eight hundred? No, fuck eight hundred. Oh, I uh, yeah, it's been a slow grow, man. YouTube's difficult, right? So you know, I also don't post there as much as I should, you know. And maybe, maybe I post this that the, the podcast goes on there now. So you oh, know, yeah. when I eventually get to a thousand, I'm able to monetize on it. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> I'm not just you know doing. <clears throat> You know the the shorts. I'm also yeah. putting you know an hour and a half long podcast, two hour long podcast on there as well. You know for like ad revenue and shit like that. For yeah. if we if we ever get there, I'm I'm building that as we go. Right. So okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm horrible about it, dude. Like I'll freaking I'll put it on TikTok and then I'll forget to put it on Instagram. And now we started that other Instagram though for the clothing company. It's like. Next thing I know, I'm like, shit, I forgot to post on everything today. I posted on one platform. And like, <laughs> they need to make an app where you just post everything all at once. Yeah. Well, you see Josh, you see Josh's uh, Instagram uh, page, right? He's got, he's got, you know, Johnny Tsunami. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, American Blue Collar, which good for him. That's huge. I'm proud of him for that. You know, that's Taking big. Off. Um, you know, it is. And then you you look, you look in, at uh, the American Blue Collar page and, the featured person on that page. It's not hard to tell who's running the, the page. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at that like earlier. That's here. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're the only one wearing this shit or what? <laughs> well, that's the thing too, is like, I, you know, on like the clothing company page, I just started it like not even a month ago. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like surprisingly like, you, you would think that, like, having, like, a big platform or something, you tell people, like, hey, man, do me a favor. Shoot me a follow on there, too. Like, help me out. Yeah. No. Let's say you're starting all over again. And yeah, man. Yeah, I do this. I did the same thing, you know. My my main my main account on TikTok 
yeah. has 33,000 followers, right? And then, you know, I started getting, you know, banned a couple times here and there. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, I, I started my backup. My backup is more than double of my of my main. Right. So I basically only post there now. And I just started posting over on the main once in a while. That's where it all started for me. So it, it means yeah. something. And then, you know, I got the TikTok uh, the, the the podcast TikTok page, you know, which we're almost at eight hundred now, so that's oh, yeah. cool. We're we're getting we're almost able to go live. It's growing, and, you know. Yeah, I don't, and I never push that page anywhere else, right? Yeah. And it's like, hey, I what I did start doing is always when I post a video there, I'll share that video to my story on my TikTok on my on my backup account and all go. that stuff like that. That way, people can see that hey, I posted there. Um, you know, and I'm mediocre luck. Who cares? And then you know, I. I don't really post the. I stopped posting the, um, or not stopped. I didn't ever really started posting the podcast teaser trailers on my Instagram because they don't do that well. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't have the own page for it, but you know what? I, I, I've come to realize over the last couple of weeks that, Hey, if it gets 800 views or whatever, uh, 600 views, that's six or 800 people that are seeing, Hey, this guy's got a podcast. So they might go look for it. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. And then, you know, on my Facebook, I, I, I don't really post it on the Facebook either because it doesn't do well there either. Same. <laughs> I'm not going to post it there. It gives like two likes, but at the same time, you're like, like you just said, it, you know what? Even 20 people that watch it, it's 20 people that weren't there before. You know, it's, that's true. And that's, it's, it's a, a snowball effect, man. You're just slowly growing and growing and growing, and you know, eventually it'll get bigger and that's that's how it goes you know yep yep and i started getting a little smarter on the on the tiktok uh podcast page whereas before every an episode comes out every tuesday right okay and so um and i used to just make like a preview video where like hey you know what uh this week we have this person on the podcast and and this is what we generally talk about or what just to you know kind of what we went over and then I tag the person and post it. It did okay. Those ones do okay. But what I've noticed, if I go to that person's page and I stitch one of their most viewed videos and say, well, and then once, and, and I'm like, well, this person was on the podcast. It fucking takes off. There you go. Right? Where I'll last, put it in the algorithm trick. Yeah. Like, like last week we had Morian on. She's a crane operator. And uh, I took her most viewed video, which was like 800,000 or whatever, and I stitched it. It got 5,000 and it's still climbing 5,000 views on it. I gained oh, a yeah. fuck ton of followers and hers is the second most downloaded episode of all time. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. But there's a direct correlation, right? So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, that's what I got to do from now on. That's how it works, man. It's all hell about yeah. playing into that. Out. And I'm horrible when it comes to that. I even just talked about that in a recent video. I'm like, you know, and it, it almost becomes like discouraging sometimes. I mean, at the end of the day, and Josh and I were just talking about this, uh, Yesterday, the day before, we were talking. I was like, fuck, dude, like, I got over a million followers, and I'll post a video sometimes. It gets like 2,000 views. I'm like, that's like for myself, I'm like, I get in my head. I'm like, that's like kind of discouraging. Like, I don't even want to post anymore. Like, I'm trying to reach reach people, you know, and get out there. And, um, you know, I don't make money on it because I'm not, I don't do that whole long, whatever beta, I don't know what the hell it's called, but I don't make money on TikTok some sometimes from the live or whatnot if i go live but same um so like i'm not really profiting or make benefiting from tiktok besides reaching out and be able to uh to help people 
<clears throat> but it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I can make a video, you know, you feel like this is a good video. Like, I'm watching it back myself. I'm like, this is fucking good. Like, I like this one. This is going to go good. Yeah. Obviously, it's like 200 views. I'm like, and then like three days later, it's like 300 views. I'm like, all right, maybe it's, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe it's, I'm not, you know. And then uh, Josh and I was like, you know what, dude? Fuck it. I don't give a shit what the algorithm thinks or what anybody else thinks. Like you just said, if I got 300 people that are watching that video and that video was able to help one person stay here another day or fucking Wind. smile after a shitty day at work or whatever the situation may be, then fuck it. I'm going to keep posting. I'm going to keep doing my thing because I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. And I never have. Yeah. They call me the bastard yep. for a fucking reason. <laughs> yep. Fuck. Some, some fucking kid the other day at work. Uh, I just met him. He's uh, he's uh, works for a directional drilling company, you know, so like here, I'm on a pipeline project right now uh, close to home. So actually I get to come home yeah, like, yeah. almost every night. It's pretty sweet. That's um, he fucking took a dagger and stuck it into my heart. He's like, man, He's like, bet last year when you were at your peak? And I'm like, what, what? Whoa, 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 bro. What do you mean last year when you were at your peak? He's like, bro, he's like, oh, last year you were like, every second video on my FYP was you, man. And now it's like, I barely see you. It's like, motherfucker, I will come over there right now. Like, at my peak. Oh, man, I was, I was like. Hit it with the drywall missile, man. So what I did is I made three videos back to back this week that fucking popped right off. I'm like, who's in your FYP now, motherfucker? You know, like, and and I even put them in two of them. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah, yeah at the end of the day, man, you know, I I, I started this for fun, and yeah. and it started helping people, and that's what I'm going to continue to keep doing, <clears throat> and I'm not going to change for nobody. Yeah, man, exactly, dude. Um, well, I had a guest on here, fuck, way back on episode seven or eight or whatever the hell it was. Another podcast, Gord from the Second Act, and he's and we we did a live stream of that podcast. So we we live streamed it, and there was five people in there, and and uh, Gord's like, I've never done a live stream before. Five people, wow. And I looked at that and I was like, man, five is such a small ass number, right? And then he's like, well. If five people were standing in front of you listening to what you had to say right now, five sets of eyes on you, that's overwhelming. Exactly. Right? It's, so, it's, you yeah. got to look at it in a different, different aspect. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Hey, I got a question for you, man. Yes, sir. Do you know what viscosity is? Viscosity? Viscosity. First thing that pops into my head is like a coating from work. Like a, uh, I don't think I do. So, it's the thickness or density of a load, right? Like, when you're okay. making babies, you got some pretty viscous shit going on down there, right? <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, well, now I well, where I'm going with this is the podcast is sponsored by the Mudman. Okay. Yeah, and you know, uh, so the mud man deals in viscosity on on the rigs. You know, the mud. You know, you're you're yeah. testing the viscosity of the mud, and and uh, you know, so the, you know, you're dealing with the thickness of a load. Oof. You know, Say that again, but slower. You're dealing with the <laughs> thickness of a load. <laughs> you, want, yeah. you want it again? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah, so did she. She's got a... 
you're dealing with the thickness of a load, and and you know, like, damn, he was on my podcast last week for the first time. You know, my sponsor. We finally got him on, and uh, you know, he his his he was saying his cheeks clenched. They tightened every time I bring up viscosity on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you know the 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 mud man, you. Right, right now at this moment, as I'm recording this, it's www.mudmanmarket.com. But he just purchased the rights to mudman.com. So you know, by the time people start listening to this, you want to find the mudman. It's www.themudman.com for all your drilling fluids and laboratory testing equipment needs. And if you want to hear about the thickness of a load, you know, tune into the podcast more often. We talk about the load thickness all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah. it's, it's always a good time. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! So, like, where do you see yourself in like with with, with your brand, with your clothing brand? Where do you see you know the, the the bastard brand going? You know, from where it is right now. You know, uh, we're we're. Uh, I want to continue to keep growing. Uh, hopefully, you know, in, in the next couple of years, I. I plan on trying to open up a, not a shop as much as like a shop to like sell out of, uh, but we're trying to, we're looking into a, almost like a warehouse, like to where I could start stocking up on the products. Obviously right now we're trying to come out with a new, a new design and a new drop every one to two months. Um, and then also continuing doing a restocks on everything else that we've already dropped. And then, uh, so the whole goal right now is to open up a shop with a little warehouse on the side because I'd eventually I'd like to start doing all the screen printing and all the embroidery and everything myself. Um, you know, I got I'd like to start hiring some of my own people to do this. That way, you know, I, I, I the companies that I work with right now uh, for all my screen printing and, and everything are fucking awesome uh, by all means. But uh, I want to I want to when I when I want to do something I want it to be 100 percent my own. Hell yeah! But uh, that's the goal right now, man. And it's 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 one problem at a time, one goal at a time. So right now, I'm I'm setting a goal of I want to open up a shop, have my own little office set up there. You know, have have some employees working for me that are running. Obviously, I don't plan on leaving the company that I work for on the pipeline. So I'm I'm gonna have to hire a manager to run the show for me. Uh, you know, and I, I understand that. So I'll be the, you know, the owner of the company and I'll have somebody kind of manage it and run it for me. My wife, I'd like to, you know, get, she does a lot of stuff for me on this company now uh, and everything's run from our house right now. So, uh, we're, we're running out of room with all the boxes and clothing and everything. So I definitely yeah. want to be able to, to have business elsewhere because I want my home to be my home. So that that's kind of the goal where I see myself right now is continuing to grow. Uh, we are kind of stepping back towards more of what we started with. Um, you know, we we put out the first couple drops. I think the first design I made was uh, it's called "Till Death Do Us Part." Um, it was like a 50-50. It's actually my most sold out product right now. Like we've had to restock that one a few times. But so many people were like, "Oh, it's it's so vulgar. I don't like that." It's uh, it's the tattoo that I actually have on the top of my head. It's uh, the Grim Reaper holding a baby, and uh, it says "Till Death Do Us Part." And so many people are like, oh, "That's disgusting. Why would you do that?" Well, the meaning behind it is completely different. 
Uh, it's basically the meaning behind it is it doesn't matter where you come from, whether you're black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican. I don't care as long as your booty hole stinking. Um, <laughs> whether you come from a rough background, you know, in a rough lifestyle growing up, or you came from a rich family that had it all. Uh, there's one thing in this life that is guaranteed and that's something that you can never run from. And that's the end. Uh, doesn't matter what your beliefs are, whether you're Buddhist, Catholic, Muslim, Christian, you know, at the end of the day, one thing is guaranteed and that's the end. So till death do us part from the moment you're born to the moment we pass away. That's a, uh, it's the only guarantee that we can count on in this life. So that's why we created that brand or that, that logo and that design. And once I explained it to people, it fucking boom, blew up. All of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, we just thought it was a grim reaper holding the baby. Like, no, there's a meaning behind it. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's not meant to just be some vulgar, you know, design. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's supposed to be a little offensive because that's what we do. But um, <laughs> that was, a, that's that's the purpose behind that shirt. And That's, uh, that's deep. Right? And, and that's the only thing. I mean, most of our shirts and our designs that we put out like that, there's a meaning behind it. So, like, the other one that we just dropped recently, uh, it's called The Eyes Never Lie. Um you can tell everything you know, need to know about a person from the from their eyes. If you look at their eyes, you can tell if they're hurting, they're sad, they're happy, they're angry. The eyes are a window to your soul. That's how I feel. You know. Yep. It's, uh, I can take a look at your eyes at work and tell if you're going through it right now, or you're just you're not 100 there. Are they hollow? Like what's going on with you right now? Something's not right. Your eyes will give it away every time. So, uh, you know, the eyes never lie. So there's That's a lot to death. Yep. <laughs> So oh, back we, to the back to the end thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. So I was going to say. So we. Uh, but we are. We are going to kind of go back to. Uh, we got some blue collar stuff coming up. We're going to go back to a little bit where our roots started. Uh, you know, we're not going to change too much. We are. We're going to still drop some uh, blue collar merch in there along with the rest of our deeper stuff. Uh, but we are going back to. Uh, and then we started this as a blue collar content, and uh, we're going to kind of go back to the roots a little bit. So we got a drop coming out in two weeks. Uh, Damn, dude, that's that's sick. So back to the end thing, right? Like, so we talked about this before here, but every, every year you pass your birthday and you know, that's my birthday. That's the day I was born, right? Yep. Like, damn, every year you pass the day you're going to die and you have no idea what day it is. Yep. Never know. The end, the yeah. end comes, man. Exactly. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's so deep, bro. That's fucking deep. And that's that's like I said, man. If you you know, and once you once you you know, a lot of people are so you know they're scared to die, and, and by all means, rightfully so. I mean, nobody wants to go. By all means, I couldn't imagine leaving my family, and it would suck. But uh, once you kind of accept that, and you understand, like, hey, man, I, that's one thing that I don't have control over. That's your Magic Johnson. You got fucking billions and billions of dollars that you can afford to prolong it. Yeah. It's a, it brings a type of cal a calamity, you know, that, that type of peace and, and a calmness to it. That's like okay, like that. Then it comes into that saying of, like you said earlier, I'm, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Like, I don't know when my time's gonna end, so I'm gonna live every day like it's my last. I think so cool. on Harry Potter they had the tale of the three bards. I think it was, you know, where I've never seen one of any of the Harry Potter movies. Oh my god! Bro. I started watching the first one. And then something happened, and I was like, "All right, I got other shit to do right now." Well, they, they're they're talking about the the three the three things that make one master of death, right? There was the uh, stone of resurrection, 
Okay. There was the invisibility cloak and the elder wand, right? And so these these uh, three brothers they 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 stole they stole the elder wand and the the resurrection stone and the uh, disability the disability invisibility <laughs> <laughs> <The> cloak <laughs> the invisibility cloak from death. Right, because death was uh, was the master of that. It, that's yeah. it. You're the master of death if you have all three, right? So each brother took one for himself, right? And you know, um, you know the, the the brothers one by one over the years, death would come for for Sting back, right? Well, death came for the it, that's what it was. Okay, the one brother's wife died on him, so he used the the, the resurrection stone to bring his wife back, but it, mm. but she didn't come back as his wife, right? Because you know she's dead. She's not going to come back as the same person he knew. He deeply else. regretted it. So I think she killed herself, oh, right? So so then death came and grabbed the brother, got his stone back, and something to do with the elder wand. I, I can't remember the story behind the elder wand, but. When it came to the invisibility cloak, the one brother hid in the shadows of the invisibility cloak so death couldn't get him for years, right? And then one day, the brother had a kid, a son. So he he took off the invisibility cloak and he gave it to the son, right? Here, you know, this is for you. And the moment he took off the invisibility cloak, he went peacefully. Death took him. Huh. Right? And yeah, man. Dude, I'm gonna have to watch learn on Harry Potter. Oh, dude, <laughs> this one's not until like one of the end ones, right? One oh, of okay. the last three end ones. Yeah, there's the a lot of them. Now, the there's like a there's more books than there is movies, isn't there? No, no. So yeah, no, no, there isn't. So oh. there's seven. Oh, the original ones. There's seven seven books and eight movies because they turned the last book into two movies. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I know there's a lot yeah. of <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Dude. Oh, I got to check these out. You need to go have a Harry Potter marathon. That's what you I need to a, do. I got a four-hour drive to work on Monday. I might as well watch one while I'm driving. Ah, there you go. Drive, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to see God that day. Death is coming for you. Right? Life <laughs> on the edge. <laughs> shit yeah man no it's it's really good series man and you know like i grew up with the harry potter daniel radcliffe and i are the same age we were we were we were the same age when he started that thing right so it's okay. kind of like something you most people my age we can relate with yeah i'm right. gonna have to check it out man i think they're on like netflix and stuff. i don't even have cable so I, i'll have to check like netflix and hbo and i got all those i just don't have cable I think they're all on Netflix. I think they're all, all of them are there. They're on one of the streaming services anyway. I don't know. I'll check it out. <laughs> I know you're getting ready to go to the gym here soon. Yeah, uh, I got to leave here by 8. 8, so you got 45 minutes or so. You probably want to get going and do another thing. So uh, I won't keep you too much longer, man. And, and there's there's one question i like to ask before we finish it up and just something to end the show with. And, uh, you know, you being American, you're very familiar with Mount Rushmore and the Founding Fathers. And so, you know, if you could have your own Mount Rushmore, like in your backyard or some shit, 
And, you know, it would have four of the most influential people in your life that you look up to or inspire to be. Who would they be and why? Let's start out with my grandfather. Uh, he'd be the main one. Um, that was my, that was the person I look up to, man. You know, um, kind of taught me how to drive, taught me how to fish, taught me how to, you know, do everything. Um, got me through a, a lot of dark times. And then the next one would be my grandmother. Uh, it was definitely same thing. You know, it was my grandfather just uh, was there for me when I didn't have anybody else. Is she still uh, around? She's still around, yeah. Oh, that's good, uh, man. The next one would be my wife. Uh, she'd definitely be up there. I she's be looking out. at you right now, isn't she? No, no. She's in the kitchen <laughs> with her sister. They're, uh, they're getting their drink on. Uh, you know, she was definitely someone that helped me out um, as far as, like, I had a lot of baggage when she came into this relationship. And uh, I had baggage that I didn't even know about. You know stuff that I've been carrying around for a long time, and uh, a lot of, a lot of, dark, a lot of a dark past that came with me, and um, I was a. Uh, I'm very honest about it. I was a very evil person. Um, I got, I got pleasure out of hurting people when I was younger, and I was involved in a lot of. Things that I shouldn't have been involved in, and. Um, so, you know, things like that to where when I when she came into the picture, she helped me kind of open my eyes a little bit. I thought I had my eyes wide open, but it turns out they're pretty damn near closed. So, uh, you know, she definitely kind of helped me start understanding a little bit more of my mental health side of it and uh, getting into that. Uh, how many people were on there? Four. I was three. Four. So it was three. My grandpa, my grandma, my wife. Let's see. Who would the fourth one be? Hmm. I'd say my brother Cody. He uh, he's the one that just got married in Idaho. Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> for being in no. Idaho or for getting married? Both. No, Idaho's beautiful, <laughs> man. I'd love to live there. It's great. Uh, but no, he just got married, so that's what I was saying it about. But no, <laughs> him. Um, you know, him and I uh, we're the closest in age. Uh, he's the, I'm the oldest, so he's the next one below me. Um, he went through a hell of a time too, growing up with both of us. Uh, it was his real dad, my stepdad, but, uh, he got treated pretty close to the same and up until, uh, I want to say about, and we've always had a closer relationship, but, um, I want to say within the last five years, him and I started talking more and, uh, getting more, you know, back in contact with each other. I don't talk to a lot of my family, uh, on my side. And um, he, <laughs> we, we both got drunk, and we ended up getting into a fist fight in my old, in my old garage in my old house, and uh, emotions came out that night, man. And it was a, it was an eye opener for me, and I'll fuck be honest, man, it brought me to tears, because um, it was, I got kicked out at 15, so I've been on my own since I was 15 years old when I got kicked out of the house, fucking bouncing around homeless for a while. And, doing my thing and so i was drunk and, and i you know it had always been like i had always thought you know like i went through the worst of it like i fucking was in and out of the hospital broken arm broken ribs all from his dad you know and, and a lot of stuff um you know just constantly getting beat on and when 
weird, like I said, that night that everything happened between me and, and Cody, uh, I was like, well, fuck, dude, I, I went through everything to protect you guys. Like, I made sure that you guys didn't get any of that abuse because I took it all. He's like, well, yeah, well, what do you think happened when you left? That fucking hit hard. Because, uh, you know, he's like, who do you think got it next? Like, you left. So, uh, shit. Definitely proud of him because he's came a long way. He's a, he became an electrician. Uh, he was a journeyman electrician. And then, uh, you know, he's married now. He's got two stepkids. And those are his kids, you know, if you ask them. They don't look at them any different, which is awesome because I didn't have that growing up. Yeah. You know, I was always made to be the stepkid. I didn't so, have uh, that growing up either. So, yeah, so the fact that, you know, he uh, he stepped into those kids' lives and he definitely manned the fuck up. And uh, those are his kids. And then um, now he, uh, he he works for the city of Idaho. Uh, I forget, I think it's Boise or Emmy. I forget exactly what town he lives in. But uh, he works for the city now. He runs all the, uh, fucker's smart, runs all the stoplights and shit in town. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, like, he, he's doing fucking good. Definitely someone that I'm proud of, you know. Um, like when we, when we went to the wedding, it was a little, little, uh, <laughs> out of the normal for a, a, a wedding, I guess you could say, but he called me up. He's like, Hey man, he's like, I, I want you to walk me down the aisle in my wedding. So that's a little fucking gay. Don't you think? And he's, <laughs> like, he's like, nah, man. He's like, I know it's, you know, not traditional and you know whatnot. He's like, but I've always looked up to you as my dad. Like you've always been the one. He's like, you know, anytime I was trying to make anybody proud, it was I was trying to make you proud. I was like, fuck, you've done more than enough to make me proud. Like, I'm fucking super proud of you. He's like, I want you to be the one that, I want you to walk me down. And, you know, when I go to walk away to my wife. So it was cool, man. I, uh, like I said, it was a little different. Uh, I walked him down the aisle. I gave him a hug, told him I loved him, and I was proud of him. And sent him on his way. That's so, beautiful, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I still pick on him. I was like, that's fucking boo, loser. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, so that'd be my four people. My grandfather, my grandmother, my wife, and my brother, Cody. That's a fucking solid lineup, dude. That, <laughs> from, the, from the stories, dude, that's what, you know, my boss asked me this, like, four or five years ago. You know, if you could have Mount Rushmore, who would be on it? And then he made everybody say it out loud to everyone else in the room. And it really, it really tells you a lot about someone. You, you, you say you could tell a lot about someone by the eyes, which you can. The eyes are the window of the soul. Yeah. You show somebody who they look up to, and it tells you who they are as a person. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. man. Who are your idols? Oh, Shaquille O'Neal and yeah. like Eminem <laughs> and Hell yeah. you know. Uh, Nicholas Cage's character from Gone in 60 Seconds, you know? And it, <laughs> what was his name? Fuck, I can't remember. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. I haven't seen that movie shit. in a minute. Yeah, fuck. And, or even his character in Face Off, which I still can't remember his fucking name, man. Uh, it was something something catchy anyways. <laughs> Don't try <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, man, this has been fun, and th thanks for oh, coming yeah. on, bro. I, I, no, you know, thank you for having me, man. It's awesome. Sorry it took I, so long to get on, dude. The podcast ain't going nowhere, man. It takes as long as it takes. You know, Look, I don't yeah. I don't care. I actually have – I don't know if I can even talk about it, but, you know, uh, my upcoming 50th episode, which will mm -hmm. be in, like, five or six weeks here, um, I, I have an idea for a guest I want in mind, 
and he was a really hard dude to find, really hard dude to track down. And I am, ended up getting his phone number by happenstance the other day, and he's in Texas. Yeah. And um, I made the phone call. He's hard to find by design. Like I said, he doesn't really like the spotlight, and that's fine, man. Whatever happened to him, we everyone knows what happened to him once you know who it is. But yeah, it, you know, it was a pretty traumatic experience. And, you know, he just wants to be left alone and pretty much what he said. Yeah. And then he's like, call me back in a couple of weeks. So I don't know if he's going to block my number in that time or like, <laughs> he's going to pick up and be like, yeah, or no. Uh, either way, I sent him a text afterwards. I'm like, I don't know if this is a text, but uh, a number I can text or not. But which end it was. But I'm like, um, even if you don't want to do it, I'd still like to talk to you in private. We don't even have to talk about that episode, you know, yeah. um, just – you know, your blue two blue two blue collar dudes sacrificing for their family and that's that's all I want. Matter, and man. and uh I even said I'd go to him, which is in Texas. So yeah. hopefully maybe maybe the podcast uh moves mobile to Texas in the next couple of weeks. I have to, man. And if he says no, he says no and I just move on and and it'd be Whatever it is, what it is, you know. Not everyone wants to do this kind of thing, so yeah, it's understandable. But yeah, no, that's that's fucking cool, man. I remember you mentioning it. Uh, when we went live the other night. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it works out. Hopefully, he's receptive to it and wants to have you there. And even if it's mobile, you fly down to Texas. That'd be fucking awesome, dude. I'll go to him, man. My my the, the sponsor of my podcast said he would he'd foot the bill for it. So <laughs> oh hell yeah, even better. Hell yeah, man! On the cover, room and boards, and they get free drinks all day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink, so. Oh, you, know, you either? No, Same. fuck no. No, uh, no my I dad. Didn't. My dad was an alcoholic and shit. Maybe once in a while I have like one, but it fucks me right up, and uh, I start pounding Same. back the waters. But like, eh, not really interested. My wife doesn't drink, and I don't drink, and yada yada. There you yada, go. So. Yeah, I've been, yeah. Same here, man. I've been sober. Uh, Father's Day of last year was the last day I had a drink. Congratulations! Decided to uh, to hang it up, man. How how different do you feel? What 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 has changed? It's a little bit clearer now. Everything is. Um, as far as health wise, I feel better. Uh, you know, I've definitely helped out with, with dropping a lot of the weight. Um, it was a uh, it was hard though. To be honest about it, like I I I still struggle to this day. Like with it, I um, I have my days. I'll go a month without thinking about it. Not not a big deal at all. And then I think it was like one day last week, I freaking just like I had the craving. Like I wanted to, oh no, the wedding. I went to the wedding. Everybody was fucking drunk because my brother had an open bar. I was the only one not drinking. And it, it was like one of those like, especially in a big environment like that, like a hundred people there. Like I wanted to fucking start tossing them back like I always do. And especially a lot of these people that have, you know, knew me back when I was an alcoholic and I still am an alcoholic, but, um, you know, when, when I was drinking, all these people were like, Hey man, that's weird. Like where everyone's fucked up except for you. You're normally the first one fucking soft. Yeah. Yeah. I normally was. I made a fool out of myself a lot. Like always fighting, always fucking doing stupid shit. And, and uh, so there's definitely a, a piece that comes with it. Uh, you know, a, a clear vision on everything around me. Uh, not we're not in such a fog like we used to be, but uh, we had some 
you know, it's funny, man. I, I won't keep you too long, but the story behind that is is I've done a lot of stupid shit and all have was related to alcohol. Fucking you name it. And one well, thing no my, good story ever started with a salad, right? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying, holy shit. <laughs> but uh, you know, my, my grandfather was an alcoholic too, and it and it runs in my family pretty deep. Um so one thing he told me was he goes, Lauren, you know. He goes, alcohol, alcoholism runs in our, our bloodline. It runs deep. He goes, because it's never the 30th beer that gets us drunk. It's the first. He goes, because the minute we start, we ain't going to stop. I, said, I, I didn't believe that for the longest time. And you know, Grandpa, like, I could have a beer or two at dinner and be fine. I never could. It was, I'd have one beer, two beers, and just continue the night from there. And that's what happened on Father's Day. Uh, we went to Dave and Buster's, and I had told myself, I didn't tell anybody else, I told myself, I'm just going to have two beers, two beers with dinner. That's it. I'm, I got to go to fucking work the next day. Like, I got to get up at two in the morning and head out. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm going to a couple beers with dinner. I'm going to go play some video games with the kids at Dave and Buster's and have a good night and go home. Like, I had, like, 13 beers, fucking, like, 15 margaritas, and then busted out the whiskey and started going from there. I woke up the next morning. I didn't have a hangover. I wasn't feeling like shit. Like, I, I, don't, I didn't get hangovers a lot. But I woke up the next morning, was on my way to work. And I got a four-hour drive ahead of me, so I just had nothing but time to think. And I sat there and just thinking and driving. I'm like, fuck, man, I did it again. And I fucking, I had zero self-control. And I, I, you know, nobody else around me knew that I had set that goal for myself. And that's what bothered me more than anything else. And what helped me stop and put the bottle down was like, fuck, man, like, I couldn't control myself. My fucking grandpa was right. Like I couldn't even do it for myself. And that, that bothered me more than anything else. Any of the stupid shit that I've ever done. I almost ended up with life in prison for some stuff that I did. Like I, I did some dumb stuff, man. And it was me setting a goal for myself and failing. That was my final straw. That was just looking at myself in the mirror. Like you fucking did it again. You're a fucking loser, man. Like, I have a lot of people that reach out to me and they're like, hey, man, how do I quit? And it's hard for me to be, like, empathetic about it because for myself, the best type of fucking motivation for me is, is uh, like, tough love. Like, and it, how did you do it? I had to look at myself and tell myself to stop being a bitch. Like, stop being yeah. a fucking piece of shit and enough is enough. Quit being a fucking coward. You want to put the bottle down, set the fucking goal for yourself and follow through. Because if you can't even do that for yourself, what else are you going to fail at? And that was my, all right, I've done. I fucking tired of making myself look like a loser and embarrassing everybody else around me. So, yeah. Damn. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> Glad you were able to, like, you know, see that and, you know, get, get a clear a picture or perspective. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that, it, hey, it took however long it took, right? And you had to go through some shit to, you know, whoa, whoa, we something has to change. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. It hold on, hold on. Uh, and this is a joke, but like, did the wife look better when you put the bottle down? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. You didn't have no beer goggles. That's good. No, no more beer goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Shit, that's what you look like? Holy what Shit. What are you doing man? with me? <laughs> like shallow hell. Right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. 
So that's good, man. That's good, man. Hey, I'm happy for you, bro. That's I appreciate amazing. it, man. Thank you. It's very similar to Josh's story, you know. You told the story of hanging, hanging, trying going to hang himself that night, and the noose broke. Yeah. And that's kind of that was like, whoa, you know, shit's got to change. You know, and and it's Josh and I. I think one of the reasons why we get along so well and why we kind of hit it off as friends. Um, we both have a we, we both come from a pretty dark history. Um, you know, he was running amok with the wrong crowd and doing a lot of shit. And I was doing the same, like, you know, it was drugs, alcohol, pills, fucking smoking crank, you name it. And uh so when we started working together, fuck, we were both still doing stupid shit, man. Like we were both still doing it together. And uh and then I remember when he told me uh, he, was, he was sober now. And I was like, you fucking liar, bullshit, man. You want to drink? He said, no. And I was like, all right, man, all right. You know, he's, he's a friend of mine, so I respect that. Like, fine, you don't want to drink? Fuck it. Like, more for me. Um, and then, you know, we roomed together in hotels for a while, and I would always get beer and stuff for after work. And I'd be drinking the room, be like, you sure? You sure you don't want one? You sure? And he'd always say, he'd be like, no, no, man. I'd be like, all right, like, all right, you're being serious about this. So Josh actually, you know, was somebody that, that – <clears throat> Even though he was sober, I was still doing my thing. I got off the pills and I got off the drugs, but I, that meant I was I was diving more into the alcohol. That was the only crutch that I had uh, to kind of numb numb myself from everything going on around me. So I was drinking more. And then when he went sober, uh, you know, I was still doing my thing. And then, like I said, my my little incident had happened, and I was like, you know, and that was when I when I started going and I started my sobriety. Um, he definitely was somebody that I looked up to, and I was like, "Man, if he can fucking do it, so can I." Like, you know what? We both come from a, a pretty similar background, a pretty pretty similar past, and then a lot of the same shit we did and went through. Like, if he can fucking do it, so can I. So, uh, yeah. Now, now we, now we push each other on it. You know, we we definitely fucking talk about it. Um, it's good. It's good. Send each other fucked up memes and. <laughs> Who's got the bigger arms? Uh, Josh does right now. Yeah, you gonna you aiming for you you coming for that title or what? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm letting him have it right now. I'm just letting oh, him borrow. Yeah, letting him do. It. All right, no, well, Josh been in uh, Josh has been definitely involved in like the bodybuilding aspect of it a lot longer than I have. Um, you know, he definitely uh, started getting into it a long time ago. Back when I first met him, he was into it. So um, uh, yeah, you know, I uh, I just never gave a shit. I was I was uh, I was country boy strong. I'm a freaking I looked fat, but I was strong as shit. And so uh, now I just needed to get the body to go with it. <laughs> it's all up here, man. Yeah, exactly. You could be, you could have arms like this. If you got it up here, fuck, dude. The, 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 the hardest time I ever had pushing someone around was fucking this big, you know? Like, <laughs> holy shit, they called it retard I've, strength. <laughs> I've had my ass whooped a few times from some small boys. And I was like, yeah. they were fucking small dudes. And, God yep. damn. Hey. Boy, hit me with a fucking brick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, man, this has been a lot of fun, bro. And I, no, I have, dude. That, that sh- this has been great, man. You know, I, I haven't talked about it in a while, but this this podcast is my baby. You know, and yeah. I, I get nervous on record day. I get nervous on release day, and I count down the hours when the day comes to. Hey, there's ten hours till it comes out. There's four hours till it comes out. Hey, it's out now. Let's push yeah. it out. And then, you know, like, I, I stopped caring less about the numbers, though, you know? Yeah. That's good, and, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the numbers are cool by all means, but at the end of the day, this is for you. And, and then you know who your people are. They love it. And that's all that matters. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, I was nervous about it coming in because I don't really do a lot of podcasting. I had a couple other people hit me up about it and they wanted to, you know, get me on their show and get me on the talk and whatnot. And I'm, I've always been like, no, nah, man, like, uh, I'm not one for, look, you want me to sit there for an hour and talk to you? Like, yep. I don't know if my social level is that that level right now you know i'm a hermit crab dude i go to work go to the gym come home leave me alone you know, especially now that i'm sober it's like uh, uh, i gotta get out of here but uh oh, you know, i love doing we, this shit yeah well what i saw like you know what fuck, yeah dude like we'll do it it's fuck cool I, i'm down to go on there before earlier i was like you know i was texting you on the side i'm like all right cool i set up the camera i set up i was sitting here just like okay we got 45 minutes like should i hit him up like no no he said six okay we're just gonna wait Fucking making sure everything's all nice and red. I'm like, okay, what am I doing? What am I gonna talk about? What's he gonna ask? I'm like, I don't know. Fuck it. We'll just go with whatever he says. <laughs> I don't plan. I don't plan, right? I've tried to before, and I think I said this, man. I've tried to plan. And like when I plan, it just it it just throws everything off and it doesn't it doesn't feel natural, right? I like to just come yeah, in, it. fly by the seat of my pants, wing it. There's no order in which the conversation happens. It Hell just yeah. has to happen, right? And you know. I learned how to edit yesterday. So I'm sitting there editing my very first episode I've ever edited. Cause like we had some delays, right? There, there was a bit of a delay and there was long yeah. stretches of time where there was nothing. And I'm like, I'm going to leave it. And then buddy's like, no, 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 no. You need to edit this bro. And yeah. then like, I, I, I got on the program and put it in there and I'm like struggling with it. I, I messaged him. He calls me. He's like, dude, if you do this super fucking easy, the answer was in front of me the whole damn time, but I don't ever have the laptop. I don't have a laptop okay. or a computer with me 99% of the time. I'm at home right now. I do yeah. everything on my phone, and the editing program isn't free on my phone. So I'm like, whatever. You know, it goes up how it goes up, man. You know, I'm flawed. The podcast is flawed, and it's natural. So fuck it. Hell and yeah. it works. So I edited that one a little bit to see how it turns out. I don't know how much editing I will be doing in the future, but, like, I, I tried. I had to edit. I had to see, you know, is it a game changer or not? That's that, that editing is a fucking nightmare sometimes. It's a pain in the ass if, you, if you're trying to like come out with some like complex shit. Like, yeah. like we, we recently started doing more of that, like the streaming and going live. And like we do the Twitch now, like where we freaking try and play games with people online. And like a lot of people are hitting me up, oh, play video games. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but if you're good and you can carry me, like, all right, I'll go play. Fuck it. So, like, yeah. you know, and then <laughs> I bought. <laughs> I got it for, I think it was Father's Day or my birthday or something. My wife got me this fucking badass camera. And I used it for, like, the gym stuff, you know, a lot of the gym content. And I was like, fuck, this thing's meant to do damn near everything. I could shoot a fucking 4K cinematic movie on this thing, and I'm not even using it. So I was like, all right, like, let me look into this a little more. So we've been, like, kind of learning ourselves. Like, when I say we, I mean me. I'm talking to <laughs> third But, like, my multiple personalities. You know, we've there been trying to to learn and youtube has definitely been a huge friend of mine on learning how to do all this shit. oh yeah oh yeah so it's uh it's it's been a it's been a learning curve like i said so we're trying to get out like more for especially for the, the company like, yep. for, for the clothing brand like we're trying to do more like we got a little shoot tonight we'll go to the gym and do some stuff and um you know just get more photography and videography and it's fun but it's 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 a lot <laughs> oh yeah no dude i can imagine i'm I'm not there yet. Maybe, maybe sometime. Maybe we'll work into that. But uh, I'm not quite quite there yet. But like, man, 
just editing TikTok videos sometimes is a fucking full-time job, you know? Fuck, you want me to change my clothes in a video? <laughs> oh, dude, that is... Oh, yeah, I got one coming up where I got to play, like, three different people. Just now I have see it going on in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's fucked up, you know? I, I've driven three hours round trip to make a 10-second video once. So it's like, you know, like... But I don't know, man. <laughs> It's all worth it. As long as you're happy with it, that's all that matters, man. Video did pretty good. So, I mean, it was worth it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. All right, bud. Man, this has been great. You know, thanks for coming on, bro. I appreciate you having me, man. Hey, you stay frosty. Hell yeah. You too, brother. Have a good yeah, one. You too, brother. Thank <laughs> you.